We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Hey girls, let's get 2024 off to a great start. I'm bringing back the program that sparked it all. Pruning to Prosper didn't start as a podcast. It started as an idea, an idea to help women clear the stuff that is preventing them from being the woman God is calling them to be. Beginning January 14th, we embark on a six-week journey of faith-based, inspired action to get your heart, home, and wallet in line with God's plan for you. And guess what? It's not at 5 a.m. Yay! Join me every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the weekly prayer, lesson, discussion, and one-to-one coaching. And Wednesday evenings from 8 to 9 p.m. for accountability, questions, motivation, and more coaching. Even better than the relevant topics is the tribe of like-minded women you will meet. I have met the greatest women through this podcast and these programs, and you will too. Click the link in the show notes to sign up. The Zoom link will be emailed one week ahead of time. I hope to see you there. Now, let's get to today's podcast episode. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me, and he rose and followed him. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton, and this is the podcast where we prune away all the stuff standing between you and the woman that God has called you to be. And as I said that, it's kind of like my little tagline, I guess. It reminds me of what I'm going to talk about today. Um, A disciple is a decision maker. And just like I tell you guys on Saturday mornings to tie a task that you don't feel like doing with something that you enjoy. Well, the other day I was folding laundry and I tend to watch YouTube videos while I fold laundry or I'll listen to a podcast or a book or something. But on this particular day, I was watching a fa- um, Father Mike Schmitz, um, his YouTube videos. And um, I don't know what his channel is called or anything, but he's the priest probably most known for the Bible in a Year podcast. Um, which I haven't listened to, but um, anyway, so he, he said that a disciple is a decision maker and it just really struck me. And then he also cited this Matthew, the calling of Matthew. And he's like, you know, Matthew gets called and he just does it. He just is like, I'm going to stop being a tax collector and I'm going to start being a disciple of Jesus. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Because I thought, there's so much overthinking sometimes 
about a decision and about our resolutions and our goals and what do we want to do and how much weight do we want to lose and how much money do we want to have in the bank and all this stuff. And I think those things are good to think about. But I think taking it back to this book of Matthew, Matthew doesn't ask any questions. He just is. He's going to go be a disciple. And I think going into 2024, instead of taking off goals and objectives, I'm really going to go into this year with the mindset of who do I want to be or who do I want to become? Because, you know, in the end, you you can't take any of it with you. <laughs> and so I think that's what I'm going to focus on is really like, who do I want to be? How do I want to be remembered when my day comes? Um, what kind of a family do I want to have? And I'm just going to go through some of my uh, categories of who I want to be in 2024. And maybe it'll inspire you to think a little differently about how you're going into 2024. Um, and if you like this this method of setting goals or changing your behaviors, then drop me a message and let me know. All right. So the first category where I want to be either different or grow more and who I already think I am is faith. So I want to be the type of woman who fully trusts in God's plan without knowing the plan, <laughs> okay? I think a lot of my angst comes because I pray and then I kind of want things in my control and I trust but not fully trust and I don't think that I'm going to get there in a year, Um but I can work on it, right? So what does a woman that fully trusts in God's plan look like? Like, what is she doing? Um, I could say, well, she probably goes to daily mass. She probably does a tick, 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 right? No, I don't want to think of things like that because to me that's overwhelming and it's things that it's too much for me. And I know that by mid-January, half of the things are going to be out the window. So instead, okay, what does a woman that is fully trusting in God's plan, what does she look like? All right, so she probably prays a lot, all right? So maybe that means I pray the rosary. Maybe it's I pray the rosary every day. But if I don't pray the rosary a certain day, does that mean I'm not a faith-filled woman? No. So what else does she do? You know, maybe she just is in awe of the... God's creation when she's on a walk. She takes notice of that. She looks in the beauty of each child's eyes. You know, she's just grateful for all the things she has. Okay. And so that's really what I want to focus on. I want to be a woman of great faith and I want to be at ease with God's plan. You know, it's um, the Blessed Mother in the Annunciation is given this monumental task. And she doesn't ask a ton of questions. She asks one question. And then she's like, okay, let it be unto me. You know, like, I am the handmaid of the Lord. And she doesn't ask a lot of questions because she trusts that God's plan is all worked out. And I think I'm always working on that. I'm always trying to trust his plan. 
is better than my plan. And I know I have my human things I should do, you know, like if we're in debt or whatever, like God's just going to shower a windfall on me and be like, all right, kiddo, here you go. He, you know, he gave us a brain and free will. So do the practical things, right? Be someone that's, you know, not in debt. So how would a person that's not in debt behave, right? So these are all the things I want you guys to think about. Okay. The next thing I want to, you know, which category is fitness. Okay. So it's funny. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and people are just kind of maybe losing their filter (laughs) or I think maybe they're just a little more open or vulnerable. I don't know what it is, but in the past month or so, I feel like people just ask me, like, what's your fitness routine? Like, what are you doing to work out? Or da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, I hate to disappoint you, but I really don't have one. I'm just kind of like, I'll do a beach body maybe a couple times a year, but I'm not super strict about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and I think people always want like a formula, but I think as far as fitness goes, it's just kind of like, it's a lifestyle to me. And as far as long-term goes, I want to be able to hike, bike, maybe even ski, but definitely play with my husband, my kids, my grandkids well into my 90s. Like I want to be able to walk and travel and sit in uncomfortable train seats and airplanes and not be, you know, an old lady that needs (laughs) care constantly. And, you know, just want to kind of be fit. So then you think, okay, well, what what does that woman do now? What would she do in 2024 to be a 90-year-old woman that can play with her family and hike with her kids and all that kind of thing? Um, I think I need to keep doing what I'm doing. I need to be active. I need to, one of the things, my best purchases of 2023, I bought pannier bags for my bike. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but it's like the, the bags that hang on the side of your bike so you can go to the grocery store. And when we were in Europe, I just got really inspired by especially the older people I saw that were still really active. You know, like we would hike miles up into the Alps to different restaurants or something like that. And there are people that are clearly in their 70s or 80s that are hiking right alongside of us and they're sitting up at the top of the mountain and they're having a beer. And I'm like, wow. That's what I want to be, you know, where they're riding their bikes to the grocery store or they're just walking to the grocery store. They're walking to the markets. And I think, okay, that's that's what I want to be when I'm that age, too. So what do I need to be doing in 2024 to be that at 90? Well, I need to keep being active. I need to keep riding my bike when I can to the grocery store. Um, I need to feed my body good food. And I probably need to reduce or eliminate things that are not contributing to a healthy lifestyle. I'm going to have on next week a Catholic sobriety coach, and she's going to just talk about, you know, alcohol and um, if people want to reduce or eliminate. I think dry January is a popular thing, so maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. I haven't recorded that episode with her just yet, so um, these are just kind of things I think we're going to talk about. But... I know for me, alcohol is definitely creeping in more than I want it to creep into my life. And so what do I need to do? I don't want to say like, oh, I'm never going to drink alcohol again, but I want to be the type of person that doesn't need alcohol at the end of the day. So what does that person do 
instead, okay? She probably goes to bed at an earlier time. And I think for me, going to sleep is going to be crucial to achieving the other things I want to do. You know, if I want to get up and work out, if I want to get up and pray my rosary, I need to be rested because if I'm not getting to bed, then I'm going to, my first decision in the morning is going to be to hit that snooze button and I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to get the dog outside. I'm not going to get outside. I'm not going to do a workout. And then like my day is just kind of downhill and the whole day I know myself, I'm going to feel guilty that I didn't do any of the things that I claim are important to me and things that are going to contribute to the person that I want to be in 2024 and, you know, eventually the, for the rest of my life. Like, who do I want to be? Um, so that's that's one of the things I'm going to work on in 2024 is just getting to sleep. And I think that's going to be a uh, crucial part of my other health goals. The goal of family, okay? So the category of family. I want to be a soft place to land for my kids and my husband. So what does that look like? I imagine it's a person that is calm. I imagine that that's a mom that is quick to hug and slow to yell. There's a lot of days where I think like, oh my gosh, I didn't even hug a kid today. Like (laughs) I didn't hug a kid. Like, can you imagine like when we first get these little babies, that's all we do is kiss them and hug them and squeeze them. And, you know, you're feeding them for eight hours a day and you're naturally just holding them. But eventually they get bigger and eventually like it's not as prevalent to be hugging and kissing. And I definitely like that from my kids. I like every now and then they'll just be like, mom, you need a hug. And I'm like, oh, it's just a great reset. And I think I just want to hug my people more. I want to kiss my husband more. I want to like hug my kids more. I want to cuddle with them and watch Falalala Lifetime more often. Um, You know, I want to be the kind of mom that my kids come and they feel that they can tell me things, that they can tell me that they've messed up and that I'm not going to flip out. You know, like I'm going to be like, okay, guys, like, let's just figure it out. Or, you know, I always say to my kids, stop and do the next right thing. But for me, it needs to be stop and do the next right thing as far as like, take a breather, pause before you respond, (laughs) you know? And I think that's what a soft place to land looks like. Um, As far as my family goes and my husband goes, I think, you know, we did a great job in 2023. My husband and I We set a goal to get away quarterly together if we hit our, if we stuck to our budget. Um, And money's something I'm going to get to a little bit later in this podcast, but we got away quite a few times in 2023. And we've already got one thing already on the books for 2024 to get away. And I'm really excited about that because. I want to have a wonderful marriage up into my 90s. God willing, we have a long marriage together. And I don't want to just look up when the kids go to college and say, like, who are you? So what are we doing today to ensure that when the kids are all grown and flown, that we're still having a good relationship with our spouse? And to me, it's getting away with him. It's being his soft place to land when he comes home at the end of the day. It's being someone that challenges him and he challenges me and someone that cheers for me and I cheer for him. And that to me is what's going to help us be the couple 
and have the marriage that I want to have well into our 90s. Okay, the next category for me is education. So I always want to be learning and stretching and growing as far as education goes. And it doesn't have to be, you know, in a school or with books. Like you could be doing uh, Duolingo. Uh, You could just be learning about different cultures. You know, like even just when we were in Europe this summer, we learned so much that's just really mundane things. You know, I remember Googling how to work the washing machine in Germany and figuring it out. You know, it's like every little house had its little quirks to it and we had to figure it out. I remember in Ljubljana in Slovenia, we had to figure out how to take out the trash. (laughs) And it was like my kids, I, I sent my kids to take out the trash and they, it was like, the city streets like you they had what in the united states we would just consider like a trash can on the sidewalk but they had the different categories and we noticed that this little card that kind of looked like maybe like a credit card or a library card was clipped to the count this basket on the counter so when i sent the kids to take the trash out i'm like go figure out how to take out the trash guys they couldn't open the bins so it turns out the bins are locked But a woman saw them struggling, and so she pulled out her card, and she's like, this is what you have to do. And it was the coolest thing. You open the the trash bin, and you put your recyclables in one. And I thought, well, if this whole city block is using this full trash can, like, how is that not overflowing with trash every day? Well, turns out there's a whole network under the city of trash, and the bins drop down into this like whole other world under the city where things must get sorted and (laughs) taken care of. But that's why we needed that little card was so that we could actually unlock the trash can. And I was like, that is fascinating. So we're constantly learning. Um, Right now I'm taking an art class and um, I've got some new responsibilities as far as leadership roles go. And I think I'm going to need to take, I can swim well enough And because I'm a scout leader, we need to take a swim test every year, and I barely pass it every year. And I've never been a strong swimmer, but I've decided that this is the year I'm going to invest in swim lessons. And enough is enough. I need to be able to swim. (laughs) And so I can't go to camp hoping and wishing that I can pass the swim test because if what the deal is, like, if we don't have a swimmer, in the adults, then there's a lot of things that the kids can't participate in. So thankfully, there's other adults in the troop that are good swimmers. So I don't have to be a good swimmer, but I want to make sure that I'm at least qualified to do that in case the kids need anything. Okay. So I'm going to take some swim lessons. I want to read more before I go to bed. And I definitely, along the lines of scouting, I want to improve on my outdoor leadership skills. I want to become a pretty good backpacker. One of the goals that my husband and I have when my youngest goes off to college is that we'd like to hike the Appalachian Trail. We'd like to do some trails in Europe together. Um, And I just want to get good at that kind of stuff. And you just have to practice, right? You have to like figure out what you don't know and you have to get out there and have some mistakes. And that's what I want to do. Um, And lastly, the last category that I want to talk about today is finance. Um, I think I want to be at ease with money. I want to be the type of person that's like, 
I don't want to say carefree with money because it might sound like I'm irresponsible with money, but I want to fully trust in the systems that we have set up. And I think my greatest discovery in 2023 was Ramit Sethi. I've I've been a diehard Dave Ramsey fan for years, but I discovered Ramit Sethi this this year, and to me, he's slightly different. And I'm going to do an episode, I think, where I kind of go over the differences between he and Dave Ramsey. But pretty much, if you do the conscious spending plan that he has, um, and you categorize your money and you make it as automatic as possible, like your savings are going right to savings, your bills are getting paid automatically, um, you just, there's a, a much better ease about things. And we've made a big switch this year as far as debit card versus credit card that I'm going to talk about in a later episode. But um, it's not for everyone. And I will definitely uh, clarify more when I get to that episode. But let me just tell you, my money mindset has really gotten better this year because of this tiny switch. And uh, so yeah, teaser, I will do an episode on that later on. So anyway, these are the categories that I wanted to kind of focus on today and hopefully inspire you to decide what do you want to be in 2024 and then do the things to become that person. Don't don't weigh yourself down with like checklists and all these things that you need to do every day. You know, just decide who do I want to be and then what are the things that that person does every day to become that? Okay. Have a great day. Happy New Year. Blessings. Don't forget to sign up for the Pruning to Prosper six-week group coaching program. It's going to start on January 14th. It's twice a week. All the details are in the show notes. And it's a great jump start to all the different things I teach with budgeting and meal planning and decluttering your wardrobe and dealing with overwhelm and routines of your home, all that kind of stuff. So it's a wonderful introduction to all things Tight Ship Mama. Tight Ship Mama is the name of my decluttering business, but it really is the idea when I first started my business was to really help women run their homes like a tight ship. And this is the perfect intro course to all that. All right. Have a great day. Prayerfully consider signing up for that. Again, the details are in the show notes. Have a great day.